What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. Happy New Year to everybody. We have put 2020 behind us. We are now in 2021. Hopefully, this year is you know filled with joy and abundance and good news for everybody. And uh, yeah, I mean, the flipping like flipping the calendar is always a symbolic thing. You know, it's a, it's a fresh beginning mentally. I mean, obviously, it's just an arbitrary date when you really think about it. But for us humans, we like to you know set set certain structures in our life and obviously flipping the calendar to a new year is a big deal for many people so happy new year to everybody in the baseball world we have a few a few things to discuss today so apparently masahiro tanaka is considering a return to japan i mean this is not necessarily a a new thing he has always said that he wanted to finish his career in japan with the rakuten golden eagles that's the same team he played for from 20 from 2007 to 2013 but you know he he is considering returning to japan or maybe i should say he would consider returning to japan if he doesn't resign with the yankees i mean if we look at it if he does go back to japan he really might not be leaving that much money on the table because based on the contracts we've seen this winter this offseason he's likely looking at an average annual value somewhere in the 12 million dollar range and he could definitely get that in Japan. So, I mean, there have been a lot of players who are, who are going out east to East Asia, you know, Korea and Japan. This offseason, I talked about that a few days ago. You know, Justin Smoke, he was released by the San Francisco Giants in September. He's finalizing a deal with the Yomiuri, the Yomiuri Giants in Japan. That's going to guarantee him somewhere between six to seven million dollars. That's that's a pretty that's a pretty nice salary because he he probably wouldn't get that in the major leagues. So, I mean, Masahiro Tanaka just finished up his contract with the Yankees where it was a seven-year deal worth $155 million. Very, very, very good contract. He, was, he pitched, you know, as well, if not better, as well as, if not better than anyone expected him to pitch. He pitched very well. I mean, he recorded a 3.74 ERA over, over that time. I mean, just a very steady presence in that Yankees rotation. Doesn't really get enough love. Doesn't get enough love, but he's always a guy who's willing to go out there, who's able to go out there and give you a strong start. Very not just like a decent start. He's a good pitcher. Masahiro Tanaka is a very good pitcher, and I also want to mention that he's one of the few people who was able to avoid Tommy John surgery. So he did have some elbow issues, I believe, some UCL issues that had him almost go under the knife. But he decided not to get the surgery and rehab instead, and somehow he's been able to fend off that surgery this whole time he just rehabbed his way out of that um that shoulder issue he had a few years back and he's been an effective pitcher i mean obviously he was getting shots like cortisone shot uh, was it cortisone i think it was cortisone he was getting shots and stuff like you know to help ease the pain and stuff but he's learned to pitch through that which is interesting because m- most times when people try to pitch through that it's just they're just kicking the can down the road by you know, a year or half a year. We saw it with Shohei Otani. He tried to do that and then, you know, had to go under the knife. It's just it's just inevitable for most pitchers. But Masahiro Tanaka is the exception to that. But yeah, he, he said that, you know, if he doesn't resign with the Yankees, he would consider going back to Japan. But all in all, if he stays in the major leagues, he wants to play for a contender. That's one thing he said. And um, yeah, so he wants to play for a contender, which means that I don't see him signing with a team like the Angels, for example. I mean, if if we're being frank with ourselves, so that's that's what's going on with 
Masahiro Tanaka. I mean, in the Yankees world, we haven't heard much about DJ LeMayhew. Um, yeah, we haven't heard much about him. Everyone knows what he can do, but if the Yankees want to pony up and give him money he's asking for, I do not know. If we stay in the AL East, the Red Sox have remained engaged with Jackie Bradley Jr. So although they signed Hunter Renfro to a one-year $3.1 million contract just you know earlier in December, and they have Benintendi and Verdugo in their outfield, they are still keeping the door open for a reunion with free agent center fielder Jackie Bradley Jr. Because if they don't bring back JBJ right now, Alex Verdugo is a favorite to start in center field. But if we're being honest, not many people in baseball feel their position as well as JBJ. I mean, he's he's an elite defender. And at least with Boston, everyone knows what they're getting with Jackie Bradley Jr. He's a known quantity at this point. He's, he's an average, maybe slightly below average sometimes, offensive player. Streaky offensively. Sometimes he'll go ballistic and just go on a hot streak. But he's always been streaky his whole career. But very, very steady in the outfield. And that, that's something that's definitely worth worth a good amount. Um, I mean, is it worth what he's looking for financially? I, I think he's been making around like $10 million a year. I think that's that's pretty much the ceiling. Um, I mean, just in my objective, sorry, my subjective opinion of what he's worth given you know his deficiencies with the bat. I think $10 million is a very fair market value. But what he's going to be looking for, obviously, he's not going to be, he's not going to be looking for a high total, um, sorry, he's not going to be looking for a high AAV, but he's going to be looking for the total amount of money on, on the deal. So looking at, you know, what he just played for this past season, he was on a one-year $11 million contract, which is very healthy for JBG, JBJ. I think that's a very fair deal. Um, I think that's right where he should be. He should just stay right there. $11 million, not many teams are going to pay more than that for what he's worth. So he's going to try to get maybe a three-year deal so he can get like $33 million or something like that as opposed to a two-year deal. So for him, it's about like getting a couple years on the deal. So get like a three-year deal so he can get that, you know, that nice total guaranteed lump sum, maybe somewhere in the $30 million range. That's probably what he's looking for. I think that would be fair for him. But even a two-year deal, like, you know, somewhere between 20 and $25 million would would be very fair for JBJ, in my opinion. And I, and I think he'll get it. I think he'll get it this offseason because there are teams that are interested. The Houston Astros are interested in center fielder. The New York Mets are interested in a center fielder. The Blue Jays are interested in a center fielder. But obviously with the Mets and Blue Jays, they are the two finalists for George Springer. So whichever one of them doesn't get George Springer, they'll pivot over to JBJ. And I have a feeling we're going to see Springer go to the Blue Jays and JBJ to the Mets because the Mets just, I don't know if they're willing to open up the checkbook like that. I mean, they didn't do it for Real Muto. But then again, that they're... Yeah, actually, yeah, they didn't do it for Real Muto. And um, Springer's going to be asking for the same type of money Real Muto is, as is asking for. So um, if they didn't do it for that, you know, you saw them pivot down to James McCann. I could see them doing a similar thing with JBJ, saving a lot of money. Of course, JBJ is nowhere near the player that George Springer is, you know, when you look, when all things considered. But, you know, it, it is a business and teams, especially, I was going to say in 2020, but in 2021, in the in the face of the pandemic, teams aren't aren't uh, necessarily eager to spend a lot of money, but yeah, um, those are a couple updates we have there. Um, there was a rumor the other day that the Chicago Cubs were shopping Wilson Contreras, but then um, Jed Hoyer, who is 
who is the president of baseball operations, he said that was fictional. I mean, is it really fictional? You just traded you Darvish, and what are you going to do with the rest of your pieces? You're not just going to keep Contreras and and uh, you know all these guys, uh, Bryant, Rizzo, uh, whatever, Baez. You're going to have to trade them because you're not you're not going to field a, a contender this year by trading away like the second best pitcher in the National League. So you have to go go ahead and you know cash those guys out and hit the reset button in full because this like half baked attempt uh, isn't gonna isn't gonna work. You have to go all in and just decide to rebuild now. Once you trade you Darvish, that's the first domino that's gonna fall. So I don't really believe Jed Hoyer there. I do believe that they were shopping Wilson Contreras because I do believe they're shopping everyone because they just traded you Darvish. That's that's the only evidence I need that suggests to me that this team um, is not looking to contend right now. So that is going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.